have a problem, have a problem with things disappearing here, right? So, okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Aim High podcast. I'm Bud Evans. I'm joined today by my work wife, Jen Josie, who is fantastic. Jen and I worked together for about a year. She is a very seasoned investor. I'm very excited to have her share with you some of the things that, that she started with and have where she's currently going. How are you doing, Jen? Good. I did just recover from COVID, so I have some COVID fog still going on. So like words escape me sometimes. So please forgive me if this is like, you know, and I, I mean, I am drinking, of course, but of course, it is, you it know, is we're hanging out. So we're 40 in the afternoon and it is adult time. Absolutely. Yes. So I will, I promise I won't ask you anything about the Pythagorean theorem. We won't talk about sine, cosine, or tangent. Perfect. Outstanding. Okay. So Jen, do me a favor. Give me a quick intro. Let me know how you started. I was a school teacher for 16 years and I woke up one day, realized I hated children. Then I went to an equally abusive industry and chose health insurance because everyone loves health insurance and quickly climbed up the corporate ladder only to realize I was halfway up the wrong ladder. And I watched a late night infomercial for this company you may have heard of. Am I allowed to say the name? Yeah, go ahead because we're both a part of the same organization. Okay. Late night infomercial, infomercial for fortune builders we went to a three-day event, and by the end, I was like, take my money. It was very expensive, but I'm so grateful I did it because I feel like education is so important because you can make so many mistakes in this industry. So that's a you know great way to be with someone who's already made those mistakes so you don't have to. Absolutely. And you're awesome because the amount of education that they gave you and then the amount of education that you've done personally brought you to where you are now, teaching everything that you know to other people. Correct. Tell me a little bit about that. What talk about my coaching? Yeah, tell me what you're doing. I am coaching with you at Homeschooled by Tark El Musa. He did the show Flipper Flop, and he's doing a new show coming out next year. But I got involved with him through our dear friend Rob McIntosh that I hung out with on the beach of Jamaica at a mastermind. And the rest is history. He said, Jen's got this great personality. So I was actually coach number three. I thought I was coach number two, but I was coach number three um, behind Rob and Cheryl. So <clears throat> I love it. I love being able to sit in my, the privacy of my own home and or take my laptop wherever and still do coaching calls. I love putting my former teacher hat back on and teaching on something that I love, love, love. Great. So let's talk about how you started, and what was your first deal? So my very first deal I found on Craigslist, if you can believe it. And I was actually at a Fortune Builders event. It was the Immersions. Do you remember the Immersions? So oh, yeah. yeah. Fortune yeah. Builders would bring a coach to your area and get all the local people together and do walkthroughs of properties and teach you how to evaluate properties. So this was... Um, I, we were the realtor, realtor person to pick the properties for it, making the story way too long. But anyway, I was saying there were some coaches in the area. Terry Thayer was one of them. And this guy was calling and Ter Terry just finally said to me, he's like, that's so cheap. Just get it under contract. So, and back then everyone would say, everything's negotiable. Everything's negotiable. So he wanted, it was in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from me. 
It was 4,200 square foot historic home built in 1910, gorgeous. And he wanted like 50,000 for it. So I have the buzz in my ear. Everything is negotiable. Everything is negotiable. So I said to him, I go, well, is that price negotiable? And he's like, sure. What's your price? And I was like, well, shit, I was, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, that's fine. It's all, yeah, we're all adults here. I'm like, shit, I didn't think ahead, like what number? So I was like, uh, and I literally just picked my high school basketball number, which was 44. So I'm like 44,000. He's like, sure. I was like, okay, thanks. And hung up. I'm like, oh my God, we got our first property under contract. And we would go out there and turns out it was a very low socioeconomic area at the time it's growing now, but we couldn't find contractors to go out there. So we literally just put lipstick on it and listed it. We bought it for 44,000. We sold it for 67,000 a couple months later and what's called wholetailing, yeah. meaning it wasn't a wholesale deal because we owned it, but it was a retail property. So wholetailing right. and that was it. So nothing very exciting, but I mean, I found it on Craigslist, paid 44,000 for 4,200 square feet. Nuts. We mowed the, actually we paid a neighbor 30 bucks to mow the lawn. We scraped some of the paint inside and we changed out a thermostat. So we, that was it. We put about 250 bucks into it. So, um, (laughs) so it was nice to have a little money up front. So that was my first deal. That's awesome. So what are you currently working on? Great question. I'm trying to be like bud. (laughs) I want to get into commercial real estate, multifamily, five units or more. I am a big believer in education. So I'm part of the legacy family, which is Tim Bratz. I'll give a little shout out to him. He does an amazing event, uh, commercial empire is what it's called. And then you join the legacy family, you pay a certain amount per month. And he has three events through the year. So I just got back from Nashville. But anyway, through that education program, actually got our first uh, 12 unit through their, I did a direct mail campaign. This person, it was, I was so nervous. First of all, I, I still don't understand, you know, the whole financing for when you get to these 450 units, multi-million, all that stuff. And <clears throat> so we figure we'll start small. So this, I'm talking to the lender or the uh, seller. And I said, well, we're coming up with $300,000. This is a 12 unit. They're tiny. They're 450 square feet. It's in a rinky dinky little town. Well, it's not rinky dinky. It's actually a really cute town. It's called Gretna, Virginia. And this gentleman, he said, well, are you going to be doing any terms? I was like, terms? You know, because now I'm learning you know, all the creative financing for multifamily. I'm working on that, trying to get better at it. And I'm like, well, no, we're going to buy it with cash. He goes, oh, well, then I'll take 250. Sweet. So I got 12 units for 250,000 in Gretna, Virginia. We, it's very under um, market rent. So we found, and where I feel so much better now is, and I think you're the one who suggested I do this, is find a good property manager. Mm-hmm. And we found this chick. She kicks ass. I'm ugh, like, love her. She's very, very cool. And nothing scares her. So I felt much better. And we're working on bringing up those market rents. So, awesome. so that's it. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. How much are you putting in? I know you got it for 250 right? Rents were under market. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but 
what what do you see as your stabilization? How, how much do you, you think you're going to be pulling out per month out of a 12 unit? So we're going to get, so currently the rents are 300, but some pay only 175. There's one person that's wow. lived there over two decades. So I know there's a lot there. It's a total shit show. So we're thinking conservatively 2,500 month profit. Okay. We'll on this one. So that's, it's a, you know, it's a baby, baby steps. We're starting. That's we, great. we have an Airbnb that's going to be making a lot more than that, but still. That's okay. Right? right. Because look, you get this thing stabilized, you increase the rents, you increase the income, your net operating income goes up, your cap rate maybe goes down a little bit. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, you've got an asset that's worth a lot more than it was when you bought it. So another cool thing about this property is the guy was holding on to it because there is a health um, building, some type of health center next door. And they already bought one of the properties and flattened it. Mm-hmm. And this is the next one in line. So he was just kind of holding on to it for a while. So we really could get a really high payout in about a year or two. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Good for you. I, you know what? I, you. That's awesome. Appreciate so. it. Um, I'm looking at this dot and I feel like I'm looking too far up. Where are my eyeballs? Anyway, <laughs> just go look at your face. You look fine. You're doing, you're doing great. You're, you're well experienced. You have your own podcast. <laughs> very popular, by the way. Look at you. Um, there it is. Just, yeah. We'll, we'll punch. We'll, we'll make sure that we get a link to that in the comments. Okay. And make sure that, you know, we get some people that are listening to me that also listen to you. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so what's on the horizon? Um, more mailbox money. Nice. Good for you. That's my, I, I want to get out of single family home flips. <laughs> just, You're not going to get an argument out of me. I'm the bird guy, right? So. I, and I was telling you briefly, we we have a squatter at one of our properties. It's a very nice gentleman. And I took him over some breakfast this morning. I said, hey, but you're just, you know, enjoy your breakfast, but I need you to leave. You can't stay here anymore. And <clears throat> contractors, the cost of things, I mean, ugh, I'm just burned out. I'm sick of my nails breaking all the time. So not that, not that I do any of the work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not everybody is married to their contractor. Thank God I'm not because Alex is a nightmare and Stephanie is gorgeous. So uh, I'll stay with Stephanie for a while. (laughs) Um, So now this is a learning experience for all of us, right? What's the one thing that you learned as your wealth increased? Great question. It is so important to see who you surround yourself with and choose wisely. I can't tell you you when we were first getting started and friends that I held on to for way too long and, oh, Jen, you're never going to succeed at that. You're going to quit your perfectly fine corporate America job. And I can't believe you're doing this. And just, I had to get rid of that toxin, toxin, toxicity. Ooh, very good. So really just focusing and making sure that I'm surrounding myself with people who are only going to lift me up. I don't want to be the smartest person. I want to make sure that you know we have other people who we kind of reach back down and pull to to join us, but I just think that has been the biggest lesson is to really focus on that circle of people, your inner circle. Awesome. Yeah. Which absolutely. you are part of clearly. Thank you very much. I don't know why yes. you're hanging out with me, but Hey, I'm great. I'm glad to be on board. That's fantastic. Um, all right. So 
We're going to go over the four questions. I call them the soaring four. They're the four questions that I ask everyone else, everyone that, hang on, let me do that again. All right. So we're going to go into the soaring four, the same four questions that I ask every guest that can help someone starting out to achieve heights. Okay. Aim high. It's an Air Force thing. The soaring four. Here we go. All right. What do you currently use to keep you motivated? I, it, it has to be, again, back to that, who I surround myself with. I'm a big believer in education. So I pay for proximity. I went to Jamaica a second trip recently where there's 250 other real estate investors and just hanging out at the pool. I mean, there's obviously speakers and you know events going on, but getting those connections and I'm a part of a mastermind. I just am constantly striving to make myself better and paying for proximity. People look like freak out over price tags for like, I just paid $5,000 to David Richter for his simple CFO because our finances are kind of all over the place and we're transitioning to rentals. So I want it done right. And 5,000 bucks, people would freak out, but he's gonna, he has the tools to get me to where I need to be. So I'm a big believer in that. And, you know, if you have to pay a little extra being in the room with smart people, it's absolutely worth it. Because if I didn't do it and I'd be a year from now, I'd be in the same place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to, we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to stop the stagnation and always move forward. Correct. Great point. Huge. So what is the one thing that you can, you uh, believe that completely changed your mindset? So I recently read the book, Who Not How, and it just, it was the right time and the right place for me to read that book. Everything I do now, literally I'm right here making folders for four Airbnbs that are going to go live next week. And so I'm spent most of today going online, finding restaurants nearby that I like, and then typing in, you know, how far it is from our Airbnb. That is, there's a who out there that can do it so much better than I can. This was a huge, now I'm saying this, but I am working on it. And one thing for me where I applied the who, not how is weight loss. I met someone recently at an event in downtown Raleigh and Turns out she's my neighbor. And I said, you're going to be my who. She is a coach for a uh, weight loss program. And I've lost 33 pounds in four months. So she was one I kind of put my talents in her. And it was right when I finished the book. I'm like, you're going to be my who to lose weight. So awesome. You know, and that that's what you need. So the who, not how, knowing that I don't have to do everything like today. And I'm just now everything is so obvious to me of. I've got to pass this on. I can be using my times. It's much more valuable yeah. elsewhere. Agree. Absolutely. That's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me was hiring an executive assistant and having that person take. I'm super jealous. What's his name? Ron. Ron. I want a Ron in my life so bad. Everybody needs Ron. He's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I would personally, if I were to give some advice, it would be start there with the executive assistant, get all that stuff off your plate. And then have the executive assistant start picking those people out that mm-hmm. would, Hey, I need you to do this for five bucks an hour, put together a folder of all of the restaurants around this address, this address, and this address. It's great. Perfect. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, right. Uh, That's the next thing. What do you use to keep you on track? So I'm still kind of old school. Like I can't do anything if it's not in my Google calendar. Like it just... Everything goes through my Google Calendar, even reminders, things to buy, et cetera. We just literally right before this call opened another Google chat in the Google spaces for our coaching group. And yes, thank you, bud, for doing that. It's just everything stays organized in there and it goes through your phone. I can, anyway, Google, Google Drive, everything Google. Love it. I don't work for Google, but I play a guy on TV. I I don't know. Whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, not even a quarter of a beer and I'm already loopy. Um, so it's just one of those things. What is, what's the one thing if you had, if you had to start all over again, what's the one thing that you would change? I would start with rental sooner. I can't, and our very first rental was an Airbnb. And I say Airbnb because it literally only, it's a short-term rental, but we only ran it through Airbnb and man, that was a cash cow. Mm -hmm. It was a great situation. And we haven't bought another one since then. I mean, we we're about to open four more where I am right now may turn into an Airbnb unless we sell it. If we can get some money quick, we'll do that. But it's just a, I wish I would have started sooner with the rentals and having that cash producing asset. So I'm not dependent on flips that maybe it, you know, we're, we're about to get into a phase where it's going to be longer days on market. And so, you know, gone are the days that you get multiple offers within the first 30 seconds. And, you know, so it's back to reality with that. You can't depend on it for constant income. So having rentals and even between short-term rentals and long-term rentals, I wish I would have started it sooner just to have that basis and um, more, uh, what's the word? Um, Money that I know is going to be there. What is the word I'm trying to think of? Of income? I don't know. Anyway, box money, like the same amount every month, like consistent, consistent money coming in per month, even though it's smaller, you know, your flips are going to make a lot more cash at once, but it can be far and few between and it, you know, sleepless nights, no fun. So that's what I would have started sooner. Beautiful. Jen, thanks a lot. I appreciate taking your time. Um, As always, you are fantastic. You are fantastic. I appreciate that. I couldn't pick a better work husband. I'm telling you. Right. I appreciate and I get to it. hang out with you in a week and a half. Is it nine days, 10 days, somewhere like, oh my gosh, something, something like that. We're right there. I mean, it's has anyone warned the entire state of California that we're coming? No, I, I believe there's a Facebook page dedicated towards protecting the environment while we're there because <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, you can keep your plastic bottles. We'll bring. We're bringing on aluminum. <laughs> I'll bring glass. I've got some bourbon. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Jen. If somebody wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way to do that? You can find me at therealjenjosie.com, and it's J E N one N J O S E Y. And I have my podcast on there. You can get the links there. I am hilarious on Facebook. If you want to follow me, and I I do motivational posts every morning. It's honestly part of my morning routine, but people get a kick out of them. So check me out. Thank you very much. And I'll link that in the, uh, in the description as well. Awesome. Uh, uh, On the YouTube channel, it will be in the comments. (gasps) YouTube channel. That's next for me, by the way. 
Maybe, maybe give me some insights on how to do a good YouTube channel. Yeah, I, I would give you insights on how to do a good YouTube channel, but I don't have a good one. I just have mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're pulling like 50 to 100 views per episode, which is great. Well, it's about damn time you had me on here. I'm just saying, you know, I it's see it a lot. the fourth episode, Jen. What? Yeah. What is the one where you wear the glasses? That is, they are YouTube shorts. Okay. Uh, that is not part of the podcast. Uh, so we do YouTube shorts. We do TikToks. We do reels. So all that stuff is being uh, pushed out there. Um, so you are fully aware of the fact that we are, you know, not only are you and I involved in the uh, homeschool by Tarek community, but mm-hmm. I'm also part of the South Jersey Real Estate Investment Network, um, <laughs> South Jersey Real Estate Investment Association, Fortune Builders, uh, you know, uh, uh, flip side up with JJ out of Los Angeles. And we have a huge event coming up in January. We do. Uh, it's probably going to be more of a hybrid than it will be an in-person. Um, all of the coaches will be getting together and then we will be putting out information. That's going to be January 13th, 14th, and 15th. Um, yet to be determined on the location. However, uh, we will be coming to your uh, laptop soon. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Hey, thanks, Jen. I really appreciate your time. Thank Thank you, bud. You're the man. (laughs) All right. Thank you. And uh, I will stop the recording.